Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. And a pleasant good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to the Saints Draft Preview. Mike Hoss along with Deuce McAllister. We're getting ready to be joined by Michael Parenton. But finally, finally, it is draft day. Something that began 1936. They had nine rounds. They put 90 guys' names on a blackboard and went, go at it. And then from 1943 to 48, they had 32 rounds of the draft. Thank you. No. Happily. Back to three days, seven rounds. Deuce McAllister, 2001, you were the 23rd pick. I know you waited. This is a tough night for the players, but a big night for this franchise. Yeah, particularly if you're expecting to go top five, top ten. Uh, you know, and, and for myself, just going back on it, um, I, I was fortunate and happy that the New Orleans Saints had picked me. And so um, for any, in, any young man that is expecting to be drafted, just enjoy the process because it's one that you'll have for the rest of your life. And if you're not picked first round, that's okay. I mean, because the guys, they don't, they don't ask you what round you were picked once you get into the locker room. They want to know if you can help them win. Drew Brees, pick number 32, first of the second round, not a first-round pick. Drew yeah, Brees, 32nd pick, right? Yeah, because that was because before we added another team. Another to team, make, yeah, right. To make it 32. Into the uh, second round. Yeah, to make it 32 um, teams, and so he was the first pick of the second, second round. round. So, it would have uh, been. Joined now by Michael Parenton, the director of, of Pro Personnel. Thank you for joining us. Got his, if you're watching or listening, I should say. His red Pelican shirt on, so lots of stuff happening today. But for your situation, pro personnel, and you're gonna, you've answered this question a million times already, any difference in the process post-Sean Payton, Dennis Allen? No, and I, I think that was one of the strengths of Dennis, really, was <clears throat> he knew the way that, that we kind of went about player procurement, um, the way that Nikki prefers for our building to talk about players and everybody having a part in it. Um, and Dennis was fantastic throughout the whole process. I mean, he was engaged offensively just as much as he was defensively, which I know was probably new for him to sit there and have to sit through fourth through seventh round offensive linemen. You know, something maybe he never really had a ton of experience. Said as a former offensive lineman. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Um, but, no, it, it was great. It was business as usual. Um, Jeff does a great job of involving everyone. 
and, and so hopefully we get it right tonight. Mike, I know your primary responsibility is the pro scouting, but when it comes to the draft, how, how effective or what role do you play in that process uh, just to be able to say, hey, look, this is where I think this piece fits because there's a follow-up question I have uh, okay. for you after that. Yes, yeah, so there's a couple different parts to that, right? So in – in the college regular season, Jeff is great about, hey, we're going to New England. How about we pop in and go see this Boston College game? You know, we'll take a look at some players. He'll kind of fill me in on who's who. So you're kind of starting to develop your database there. Senior Bowl, we're there. We're educating ourselves on the players. We're sitting in on the meetings in February. Then we're in the meetings in April. And then all during that time, you know, we try to help out on the pro side. Ryan Powell, Justin Matthews, they do a great job with it as well of being like, this is how this player has helped us with this skill set, or this player reminds me of player X in the league that's playing right now. And so we kind of try to fill in the gaps there for those guys to be like, well, why does Traquan Smith have so much value for us? Or why did Willie Sneed have value? Or why did, you know, Shy Tuttle play as much as he has? So we try to bring that in and bridge the gap with those guys because they're out on the road for six months out of the year. Okay, and so that, that leads to my next question as far as some of the free agents that you've signed. You talked about uh, DA, Coach Coach Allen, having to sit in in some of the draft um, meetings with offensive linemen. When I look at this 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 paper, I see a heavy defense influence. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and I'm not knocking. I'm actually joking with him because it was quite opposite. When, when Sean was the head coach, yeah. you would see heavy uh, offense signing as far as free agents. Is that something where he just felt, hey, look, this is a player that we've identified that may fit our scheme, our system. Let's go out and get him so we don't have to maybe fight once the draft comes to maybe reach for that player per se. Yeah, there's a little bit of that. Um, there's a little bit of discussion as to the fit in terms of the personality, the character, where are we lacking? You know, what what do we need for our team? What What is the market going to kind of run us out of to where we're not going to really want to go pay that premium for that position in free agency? What does the draft look like? at that position and how do, how do we marry those two up and have a plan at the end of the day, you just want enough good players, you know? So Dennis does a great job of being like, what do you think is going to be available in free agency? If we miss out on top targets, who's our mid-level targets, what is the draft going to give us in the first through third round? And we're kind of looking at that all the way from end of January, March, April, you know, just playing that whole long game, uh, so to speak. I would assume that most teams have a similar type grading system. You look at this draft and you've done this a long time, um, the difference of the kind of the non-consensus, so to speak, of, of this draft and, you know, it, beyond the quarterback, um, how that changes this year. Have you seen anything like that? I mean, even in the ter- first five picks, it's offensive tackles and edge guys, and then who knows? The quarterbacks, people say two top 15, none top 25. I mean, it's, it's never this kind of uh, wild I think what the quarterback position being absent does, if it does play out that way, is it just kicks your core positions a little bit earlier. You know, you, people are always going to want defensive ends. They're always going to want receivers. They're always going to want cornerbacks. They're always, you know, those core positions, left tackles. Um, so without a quarterback being plugged in there, it just kind of kicks up that trend a little bit earlier. And so as you try to project who's going to be there at 16, who's going to be, you know, it's, it just becomes a little bit more like, man, all these good players are flying. You know, but you don't – if people like a quarterback and you think a quarterback is still a winner, you're going to take them wherever you can in the first round. Not going to let him go. Right. That's right. You can't pass up that opportunity. So, so, Mike, I have to ask you, how many simulations of draft boards do you guys have? 
Is it like we've got 12 different draft boards here, you know, 12 different scenarios. We've got 15 that we kind of see, and then you start to move to chess pieces. I mean, because I, I, I know the process that you guys have went through uh, based off of team needs, what they've signed via free agents, you know, what, what you feel like they think or you think is their high priority. How many scenarios do you guys put up on a board and then go and say, yep, this is, this is, this is the one that, that it looks like it's going to be? Well, it's, it starts with Jeff coming to us on the pro side and being like, what are the needs for each team in the league? So we'll allocate five to seven needs. And sometimes best player available is just going to get picked. So you could say they have a need at center, safety, linebacker. But if a corner, an edge player is sitting there, they're going to take the best player available. So we'll take that. And so as you go through these mocks, and we'll do it over and over and over again, typically what we found out is that it's never as bad as the mock ends out because you're picking off of your board versus what that team has as their board. And everybody has players ranked differently. So – you know, player getting selected at six who may end up getting selected at ten sets off a whole ripple effect of how the, the rest of the board goes, you know. We'll just try to simulate it as many times as can just to promote discussions of this player versus this player. Who do we like? This player versus this player. But you gotta you gotta give me at least a hard board of, of, of a simulation board. You got ten, you got twenty of them. I mean, and then you just you just tear it up and, and you move on to the next board. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. All right, well. As the picks that, come that, in, right? That don't tell me I mean, what I'm looking for, but I'll take it. A, a quarterback, uh, you know, Carolina pulls, pulls the trigger on a quarterback, changes, you know, that draft board, you know, if you, had, if you yeah. guys had him picking an, an offensive tackle. You know, yes. Then throw it away. Absolutely. <laughs> when you look at these, and even really the, the, we talked about the non-consensus, same thing with the edge rushers and the offensive tackles. I mean, they're all, you know, typically you might, we, we would know the first five or six picks sometimes. years this situation it's just you kind of know the position that might go but you don't know the player that might go yeah you know the let's call it 10 to 12 players that are going to go you just don't know what order they're going to go in and you don't know at what point if any if there's anybody that's a new entrant into that order where does it shift it yeah it's going to mess the whole thing up yes yeah, well, just if you just fill out our form here, we're mm-hmm. having all the coaches fill it out. It's rounds one through seven. <laughs> Michael Parenton, uh, we appreciate your time as always. Thank Good you luck tonight, and uh, we will talk again as we get closer. And 7 o'clock all weekend. Go Pels. Go Pels, that's Go right, Pels. later on tonight. Take a quick break. My call, Deuce McAllister, back with more Saints draft preview. Right after this timeout, WLAMFM.com. In the- okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews, or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. 
LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Welcome back. Mike Oss with Deuce McAllister, Saints legend, Saints headquarters with the Saints draft preview, a deep dive into the black and gold with the Saints top brass. And coming up really throughout this next hour and a half, we just had Michael Parenton. We're going to have new Saints head coach Dennis Allen, Mickey Loomis, Chris Richard, Ryan Nielsen, Pete Carmichael, Doug Marone, and Darren Rizzi, just a few who will join us as we lead you up to 6 o'clock. And Christian will take over at Urban South Brewery. Jeff Ireland joining us now, Vice President, Assistant General Manager of College Personnel. And we were just kind of talking off air. I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a grind, and it has been a grind to, to where these, these guys must almost look the same to you a little bit. But take, take me through the process uh, for tonight. Uh, and you guys, just as you're waiting through the first 15 picks. Right, look, the hay's in the barn right now. And so, uh, you know, we're, it's really kind of a sit and wait. A lot of things are going through your head about uh, just strategy. Um, I heard you talking to Michael before. You know, it's it's, it's basically one one player that's taken kind of outside yeah. of where you thought he was going to go can um, have a chain reaction to how you handle that situation. You know, so, you know, we're, we're looking at every single pick, and um, we have a contingency for, you know, pretty much every option that, that, uh, that happens at every pick. And so we have a option, you know, basically at, at, at about seven or eight, and then we have another, you know, possibility at, at 11 or 12, and, you know, so it, and so on. So we, we've just got uh, different contingencies for different things that happen. Jeff, a lot of people, uh, you know, made reference to obviously the Saints trading next year's one to be able to acquire a new pick or at least an additional first round pick and you know the thought process is well the saints are moving up they're moving up that i know you can't technically say but you guys just want to give yourself some flexibility you know with having those two picks and to be able to to add players right now immediately not to think that next year doesn't matter but you think that you have a pretty good team right now, and uh, if it's to move up to add a quarterback, so be it. But also, I think that you felt like you have a pretty good team that you can go and compete this year for, uh, you know, obviously a championship or at least a playoff spot. Yeah, look, all cards are on the table for this draft. And, um, you know, how what the reason was for us to acquire this pick doesn't even matter anymore. We have the pick right now. We have two picks in the, you know, three picks in the top 49 uh, picks and uh you know our objective is to pick the best players we possibly can um and we'll be aggressive when we need to be and uh if that's you know drafting a quarterback uh so be it and if it's drafting just two really good football players that can help us whether this year or next year you know doesn't really matter so um we have the picks and we're gonna you know use them to the best of our ability and a good situation that we really have not seen I mean, think of any other year when you would have a 16 and 19 and be talking about maybe quarterbacks who would fall beyond that We've, because the, 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 the different teams and how they look at each quarterback and some who knows. That's the point. You don't know how any of these other teams really feel about this or quarterback. Or could, we could be talking wide receiver, offensive, offensive tackle. And so to be in this position, to me, at least at 16 and 19, you've, you've, we would have never been talking in any other year. Well, what if these are uh, – Four quarterbacks drop beyond nineteen. We've, that never happened. <laughs> you never right. had such a such a 
you know, non-consensus on this. So you, it's such a cool position to kind of be in. It is. We're we're in a great position. I love what we're picking. Uh, we can we can be. Like I guess that we're we're in range to be aggressive to go get a player that we want. Uh, we can sit tight and get two good players. We can trade back uh, and, and pick up more picks and, um, and and add more depth and, and more opportunities for us to to hit on uh, good players in, uh, in the future. So, look, we're in a good position. This is a, a unique year where there's maybe not a consensus one-two quarterback, you know. So yeah, that, that makes it unique. It's only been a couple of times in my history that uh, there hasn't been a consensus quarterback at the top of the draft. I wouldn't and, go beyond that. This is not even consensus one, two, three, four, five. Yeah, it's not. It's, One it's, team can have five, four, three, two, it's, one. It's really unusual, but um, you know, but there are some good quarterbacks in this draft. That, right, that's the fact. I wanted to say but that, there, but yeah. there is good quarterbacks in this draft, and so, um, and we know who those guys are, and um, you know, so, but there are also good other positions too, and. and you know, a lot of people talk about uh, the receivers and tackles, but uh, there's some other good positional players, good core position players out there that, uh, that can help our football team. Um, I'm not afraid to build a strength on a football team. So, you know, whether it's, uh, you know, draft drafting a player that uh, maybe we have to – he's going to be a backup for year one, but, yeah, he's going to be a starter in year two. So be it. That's good. So what's the overall goal tonight, this weekend? How about not tonight, this weekend? What's the overall goal? What do we want to accomplish? Oh, come on, dudes. I, I mean, I, overall, no, no, no. Not, I don't need everything, but I just want to know overall. Just well, give I'm me a little give, bit. I'm going to give you the old uh, you know, college try on that one. Okay, well, that'll you know, work we're, too. We're drafting good football players that can help us. Look, we, we like well, – there's a lot of things we like. We like prototype guys. We like high-makeup kids. We like guys that, that come in and fit in in our, in our locker room. Um, you know, and we like, we like uh, you know, players that, uh, you know, can get to the quarterback – get the quarterback upright, catch for the quarterback, and maybe even throw. So who knows? There we go. I think we did say kick for the quarterback. Other than that, we, we, we nailed it. Jeff Ireland, best of luck. I know it's going to be a long weekend. We appreciate your time, and we will be talking along the way. Absolutely. Yeah, Thanks, guys. Chris Richard will be coming up next, the co-defensive coordinator. We'll stick right here. It's Saints Draft Preview on WWLAMFM.com. Mike Austin, Deuce McAllister, also on the Odyssey app. Stay with us. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Welcome back to Saints Draft Preview. Mike Hoss along with Deuce McAllister. We are at Saints Camp. The Saints, of course, with two first-rounders tonight, 16 and 19. Joining us now is the new co-defensive defensive coordinator, Chris Richard. And we've been sitting here talking nothing but no football, just his last name, Richard, since the commercial break. But it is what it is. And so 
you maintain your role as the secondary coach, but how, what have the changes been just in this short amount of time as the co-defensive coordinator with Ryan Nielsen? Yeah, well, it's a really, really great exposure to this this uh, this idea or, or this philosophy, right? So it, if it's not broke, don't break it. And um, again, obviously, again with uh, with Da taking over as the head coach, it's uh, we've played really great defense and, and football in general around here for over the past few years. And uh, keeping the continuity, is, is, it's important to everyone. Coach, I know normally, you know, and we'll get to the draft, a couple questions on that. But with you, you know, having to have a rookie, and, and I know Roby stepped in as well, a, a, a young man that you trade for. But having a rookie to have to be that, that lockdown corner, uh, having at least a year experience with him. But now you'll have two new safeties back there, you know, obviously lo- losing Marcus to free agency and, and Malcolm kind of retiring. Are you looking forward to just the challenge? Yeah. I mean, because it, 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 it's the challenge. I mean, and, and, and so are you looking forward to that challenge just to be able to say, hey, look, I need you to take your game. Uh, and, and, and we won't call him Rook anymore. He's earned that respect. But you need him to take his game to the next level and then for them to be able to blend with, you know, two new guys on, on the back end. Yeah, no question about that. You know, like with, with young guys, rookies more in particular, like there's a purity that comes along with it and uh when they, when they come in and 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 they trust right and 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 they fall in love with the process and and I I'll, I'll I'll say this about Adebo in particular is that he's not a typical rookie you know he already came in with an awesome level of maturity and uh it was easy to kind of take that piece of clay and then and then and, and then help mold into the player that he's ultimately becoming but the purity in nature the 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 trust in what we're coaching the simplification of it all and then recognizing the success that they have right and again it starts out here in practice and like this is like out here in practice is where you earn the right to go and play and be confident and uh, again when you have success early on you know then again obviously again once it starts to flow man like you get into that state and and uh, again you just really believe in, in in what you're doing and how you're doing it and then the rest man just it just kind of takes over from there so as far as the safeties are concerned you know, I said Marcus. Marcus May is. I mean, he's, he's a veteran. Yeah. And uh, again, he does have some familiarity with the with the system. With uh, again, Greg Williams uh, having spent some time out there with the Jets, and and then who, whomever this next body is at at free safety, it's 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 the same idea, right? So it's like success leaves clues, and so there's tons of clues. We've had players here that have been really successful playing on the back end. The tape is there then obviously, again, it's our responsibility as coaches to make sure that, again, we're just maximizing the, again, the absolute best out of these guys. So we have to maximize the ability. The tape is there. Our responsibility, to again, to be fundamentally sound and to hold the guys accountable. But the clues are there because the sex, uh, success has been there. We've talked so much about quarterback, wide receiver, offensive tackle, edge rushers really in this first kind of front half of the first round. So, it would lead you to believe maybe that's not as good of a secondary class. Maybe that's not true. I guess just your impressions of this class of 22 secondary-wise. Yeah, it's a, it's a really good class. And, uh, again, the safety position in particular has been uh, more one, one of the more deeper classes that I could remember, right, again, in some time. And that's, that's not necessarily saying, again, everybody should be a first-round pick or anything of that nature. But they have a really talented bunch here of guys and – and uh, again, not to compare it to that that class of 2010 with Eric Berry and and Earl Thomas and Cam Chancellor, right? Again, Taylor Mays, again, guys of that nature that are in that class. But um, there 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 are some really talented players at that position and uh, really deep. 
One of the things that, that impressed me, and you talked about Paulson Adebo, and you talked about the maturity that he had, because here was a guy that's, that didn't play in his, his prior to coming here. So he really had not played, I think it was like October of 2019, and his first actions is Aaron Rodgers. Mm-hmm. And you talked about the confidence that he built just in that game alone. I mentioned he was no longer a rookie in some aspects after that game. Yeah, and it's again, just staying true to who you are. All right, so staying true to who you are, and it's just having a firm validity and understanding and who that person is. And uh, he's not one who ever shied away from confidence. And, again, he has an awesome level of humility, which is the greatest strength because it's not the fact that he thinks any less of himself. He just thinks of himself less. So that's, that's, that's the pure essence of strength, and that's what that guy has. And he had a, a, a belief in himself and his ability. He had a belief in his teammates and a belief in us as, as, as a staff to uh, again, help him and point him in the right direction. So when you step out there between the white lines, it's you just letting it rip. You're pure. Just go get Believe it. in yourself. Yeah. Well, have a good uh, good time this weekend. Sounds like a lot of fun. <laughs> it will be. It will be. Chris Richard, co-defensive coordinator. Thanks for joining us again. Best of luck and have a great success tonight. Got to step aside. Stick around with more on the Saints draft preview on WLAM and FM.com in the Odyssey app. Preview, Mike Hoss and Deuce McAllister now joined by a man who knows this organization well. Doug Marone played under Jim Mora in 1989, came back in 2006 as a coach, offensive coordinator. Now he's back again for his third trip. Doug Marone, welcome. Thank you. I appreciate it, Mike. Deuce, great to be here. Excited. Good to see you, Coach. I hadn't seen you since you signed back. I know I know. if one person is fired up and excited, it's going to be I'm you. Fi- I'm fired up. You know I'm always fired up. That's kind of how you were when camp started. You know, you were always fired up for training camp. Well, no, no, no. <laughs> uh, well, it, it had to be the first day if I was going to be fired up. That was, that was the only part that I was going to be fired up for as far as camp was concerned. I was telling a story the other day. Someone asked me. We were t- they were talking about the new rules of camp, you know, mm-hmm. how camp is and the players nowadays. And I said, I said, man, I said, it would have been tough for Deuce. Because the one oh, thing phew. Deuce did a great job of, Deuce came in, and he worked himself into shape, you know what I'm saying, during training camp. I said, if Deuce played today with the amount of practices we have, I, I don't know. It would, I it, don't know, Deuce. I don't know. It would be a problem. That would, I, I, I would a have to, it would have been a great challenge because it would be like, okay, uh, I need to get some workout in before practice, and then I need some running after practice because we only have one true practice. Yeah. And that, that, that's totally different from – 15, 20 years ago. Exactly, exactly. Boy, you look at this draft and you look at the importance and the significance of the offensive lineman and that offensive tackle protecting that franchise quarterback, whoever your quarterback may be, uh, not, probably never – I mean, it's always been strong. I mean, they've had, you know, offensive tackles go one and two in uh, 2013. But this year, this crop, you really see the strength of the offensive lineman. I think so. I think the draft is, is pretty good for the offensive line. I think when you look around, I know that, you know, for us, you know, I had just gotten here and I really don't know the players that are here that well, but obviously Zach Streets, my assistant, he knows them extremely well. You know, I was able to watch film. So I'm excited to really work with the players that are here and knowing that, hey, listen, if we acquire some people, I, I'm a little bit different as maybe because I played and I'm a coach about the draft. You know, one of the things we used to always say is, um, and Sean used to say this, and, you know, when we were here in the beginning, and, and Herm Edwards, you know, who I worked for, is, hey, listen, you know, once this thing is over these next three days and you walk into that building, really no one really cares 
you know, how, you, you, how you've gotten here. Whether you're a draft pick, free agent, first round, second round, third round, you know, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be what, you know, what you do now is going to really show whether you make this team and whether you can, you know, fit in this locker room. And I think that that's the thing I think people on the outside don't really understand unless, unless you've been in that locker room and you've been that player. But, you know, I do agree. I think that's pretty good depth in, in, in this draft for offensive linemen. Well, it, it's can you help us win? That's when you walk in this building, that's what I want to know. I don't want to know. I if thought you were asking me. I was going to say, hell yes. Oh, I, I, I know you can help us. We'd already checked you off as a yes. I know you can help us win, yeah. but as far as a yeah. player, I, I want to know from, from, a, from a rookie, uh, can you help us win? There's no I, doubt. I do not care if you were third round, second round, undrafted. Can you help us win? Yeah, and, I, and I think that's, that's, what, that's one of the things I think that – that's why the mindset, I think – you know, we've always done a good job here, I mean, for, forever, of, of bringing the people in with the right mindset of coming into a locker room, knowing that, you know, hey, listen, uh, you know, I try to school them up a little bit. You know, you can talk to Zach and the rest of those guys. Hey, listen, you know, God gave you, you know, one mouth in two, two years for a reason. You better listen twice as much as you talk. And when these other guys come in, you know, you're going to be evaluated, you know, from everyone. You know, and I think you're right. I think the, the, the people, the players, the veterans, and I, you know, the true pro players, you know, when people walk in the door, they want to they say, hey, listen, just like you said, Deuce, hey, can this guy help us win? Coach, you talked about not really having a lot of time with the uh, current guys, the offensive linemen here. As that ramps up with the offseason program, what are some of the things that, just from looking at a film standpoint, what are some of the things that you'll say, hey, look, this is what we want to work on or I want to teach it this certain way, you know, just some, some different tweaks and, and things of that effect. Yeah, I think Zach's done a, a good job of talking to the guys probably about me. I think, you know, Zach's already said that, you know, there's an imitation out there of me, you know, that he's done. So he's just trying to make sure I don't get on him. You know, um, I think it's – I think one of the things when you come in at this level, you know, it's a, it's a partnership. You you want to be able to go into a room and say, hey, listen, guys, I'm – Look, I, I've got no hidden agenda, none at all. All I want to do is win football games. My job is really just to, you know, to try to help you. That's when I'm here to make you a better player. Um, the young guys trying to create a foundation. And really together, uh, I found that there's a lot of success when, when coaches and players can get together and say, hey, listen, uh, all right, guys, what, what is your expect, expectation of yourselves as a group? Okay, what are your expe- expectations of me as a coach? And then, hey, listen, at the end of the day, if we can hold each other accountable for that, we'll be pretty darn good. And I think that's the way I've always approached it as a line coach with the guys that were here when we had Stinch and Thane and all those guys and Nicks and Jari. And I think I'm going to, you know, I, I think that's the way, that's the success. It's not, hey, this is the way I've done it. This is the way I've been here. Players don't want to listen to that. They don't want to hear that. It's like, hey, listen, this is what you're doing well. What do you think I can do to help you? Is it hard not to fall into kind of a pitfall of got to replace Teron Armstead, got to replace Teron Armstead, at least in these first couple of days? Yeah, I haven't been here. So for me, it's not it, – it, I don't have that type of anxiety. I was – you know, I never – I never get really concerned about that. I think that, you know, my job and my responsibility is to make sure that whoever we bring in, whoever's in that position, whether it's James Hurst is there now or anyone else, hey, my job is to get them as good as they can, all right, so they can play. Very good. Appreciate your time. Best of luck. Doug Marone, offensive line coach, back after a year with Alabama. Have a good weekend. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks very much. We'll be talking to Darren Rizzi next, special teams coach. Got to step aside. Quick break here on the Saints draft preview. Mike Hoss, Deuce McAllister, back after a break on WWL. Welcome back. Saints radio exclusive, the WWL Saints draft preview. Mike Hoss and Deuce McAllister now joined by special teams coach Darren Rizzi. 
who is like the rest of the coaching staff wearing the Pelicans red tops tonight. So a lot going on uh, for this football team with picks 16 and 19. And, and we were talking, we had talked during the football season, but really even prior to the 21 season, which would be who, from a special team standpoint, who's going to be like, who can replace Justin Hardy, which is a very tall order until you found out JT Gray and um, Andrew Dow and, and players like that who stepped up sure. uh, amazingly. Yeah, no doubt. First of all, go Pels. Let's yep. go. Uh, secondly, um, yeah, you know, it's always interesting when you lose a bunch of guys, you know, during off season, you're, you're always kind of trying to fill in this, fill in those holes. And last year at this time, uh, you know, Craig Robertson was gone. Justin Hardy was gone. You know, we lost a bunch of quality guys and, uh, you know, we, we, there was, you know, a guy like Andrew Dowd showed a lot of promise, just hadn't played a lot of snaps. Uh, we kind of knew what JT Gray was already. We have we were making a change at punter. So you lost Morstead, you lost, you know, we lost Robertson, we lost Hardy, and it's those guys were kind of the nucleus, you know, two of the captains. And so uh, this time last year was a you know, little bit, a uh, lot of unknowns. And so as you go through the season and we do the breakdowns when the seasons are over and, and you look back a little bit, and a guy like Blake Gillikin had a fantastic <laughs> season, a guy like Andrew Dowell. I mean, uh, Phil Galliano, my, you know, my assistant and myself, were going through our punt. Uh, play some this year, and you kind of lose sight. There were six punts in a row where Andrew Dowell made the tackle. Mm-hmm. And you guys know how hard that – it's hard to make one tackle on a punt. Right. There were six punt reps in a row where he actually got the guy in the ground. And so uh, you look back, and, and he just had a fantastic year in coverage. And, and I think because JT got so much publicity and notoriety, and, 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 and deservedly so, Dowell ended up fourth in the NFL in special teams tackles, and, and you kind of forget about that. And so, yeah uh, – that was a real, real, uh, you know, it wasn't really a surprise because I watched him work the year before and he played that last game against Carolina in, in 2020. So I kind of knew, you know, what he, what he was capable of doing, but for him to put it all together and have just had a fantastic season. So that was a real, 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 real good thing for us. Coach, for you, the draft is kind of different. And what I mean by that is every player outside of really probably a quarterback um, probably is going to contribute on your units. And so when you look at that, how involved are you to say, hey, look, uh, you know, once the, once the pick is say, hey, look, this is the guy we're going to do, how do you look at that player and say, well, I've seen him play X position. I've seen him play Y position. I wonder can he help us here, particularly if he may not be an every-down starter coming walking no into doubt. that position. Yeah, no doubt. You know, it's we're, our job's different. I think the, maybe the general fan doesn't realize we're probably the only guys in the building that have watched every position. Um, like you just said, and so myself and Phil Galliano, we've really done a deep dive these last few weeks. And so, you know, I've seen just about every draftable linebacker or, you know, so, so, or even some free agents, same thing with the safeties and the corners. And then even on the offensive side, you're trying to find those offensive players, um, that it maybe have a little bit of a foundation. Those are always hard guys to find you know, those running backs and receivers, particularly because a lot of those guys get protected in college. They don't get put out there on special teams. And so, you may have these guys that were four or five stars in high school that guy were highly recruited, that came in and played right away, and then all of a sudden they get to the NFL and they're going to be a backup, and now they're going to run down and cover a kick. He's going to be a tackle on they punt. He's got to make a th- exactly right. He's got to go make a play. And some of these guys may have never made a tackle before in their life. So you're trying to, with, whether it's a projection player, like an offensive guy, height, weight, speed, physical. I love offensive players with a defensive background. You know, if I find out a guy played safety in high school, in high school or this yeah. guy, yeah, this guy played right. was a linebacker, running back. I love it. A converted linebacker, they moved to running back. Love those guys. Because there's some offensive guys, skill guys, you know, I don't want, I don't want to call them high maintenance, but mm-hmm. <laughs> there's some of those guys that may never had to tackle before. And so you're looking for that skill set because if you're going to be a four-core player, as you know, at some point, 
blocking and tackling and playing in space is, is ultimately what the most important thing you, is. You, you got to be able to do it. And, and that follows up for me uh, another question. Um, is Sunday or Saturday or both for you, those are your days? I call Saturday special teams day. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so yeah. th- 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 those are your days because that's where the core of a team is going to be made. Um, yes, first round, second round, those are, the, yep. those are glory. They're, yep. they're beautiful picks. Yep. But when you're talking about making a team, 100%. it's going to be Saturday. Well, listen, you look at any 53-man roster and then the 16-man you know, practice squad, you look at 69 players, if you look percentage-wise, most of those guys are from the fourth round on. They're not first, second, third rounders. They're from their fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, and free agents. So that's why I joke around. I always come in Saturday and be like, all right, special teams day. Mm-hmm. Here we Step go. Step aside, yeah, boys. Exactly. I'm making my picks. <laughs> and, and, and even and, – and the Saints have done a phenomenal job. We've done a phenomenal job here with college free agents. You look at our right. roster, you can just start listing them. You know, and, and even before I got here – uh, three years ago, they've done. You know, Sean has done a great job, and Jeff's done a great job. And even the last few years, we can go through and name a bunch. I mean, J.T. Gray, Andrew Dow. We just named a couple mm-hmm, of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Blake Gilligan. These guys that weren't weren't drafted players that are that have been really really good for us. And as we sat here last year, there were questions. You talked about Blake, and you talked about Hardy and replacements. Which, but what you weren't thinking about last year was your kicker. And then all of a sudden, you used as many kickers as we did starting quarterbacks, which was a lot, by the way. But Will Lutz, getting him back, and I assume his, his progression is everything's all moving positively. Yeah, listen, we didn't have enough. I didn't have enough spaces in my car for as many kickers as we had last year. I couldn't fit them all in there. We had to take two cars to the game. But, uh, you know, all kidding aside, you know, it, it was uh, obviously, like you said, it was a little bit of a surprise what happened with Will. And um, But now, listen, it looks like he's back on track and ready to go. And so we're, we're you know, happy. Again, I don't think he's been a – until we get him out there swinging and, you know, in practices and games. But it seems like everything's on track. But I think the one thing that everybody found out, uh, fans included, is how much maybe Will Lutz was missed when, you, when he's not there. And so, and listen, I thought Brett Maher did a really good job at the end of last season filling in. And, and, and if, you know, if you just look at his numbers, he did a great job. And some of those other guys, Brian Johnson had a game winner and Smith, some other guys that filled in. Uh, but at the same time, I think everybody looked and saw Will's value to the team. There's a comfort level with him. There, there is, and no doubt about it. It's like when Steph Curry goes to the line, makes a, you know, hit a free throw. Yeah. You, you guess when you go to the bathroom break, you know. You, you, you know it feels pretty good. <laughs> That's right. So, no question about it. All right, coach. We appreciate your time as always. Good luck for Saturday. Just kind of hang out tonight. If you stay around, <laughs> if you don't mind, you can watch the Pelicans game. That'll be on. You can watch them. But have a great day Saturday. Kind of step aside. More coming up in the five o'clock hour. We'll have Dennis Allen, Pete Carmichael, Mickey Loomis, and a whole lot more. Stick with us here around for more on the Saints draft preview. Mike Austin, Deuce McAllister on WWL. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. 
Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.